Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, Wine. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, that was so good. (laughs) That was so unexpectedly awesome. (laughs) Just go with it. I love it. Um, how are you doing today, T? I'm doing really well. Yeah? Yeah. You feeling it? Oh, definitely with this <laughs> wine right here. <laughs> That's right. So why don't we tell the listeners what we're drinking today? I just know it's red. <laughs> <laughs> it's just red. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are drinking a, well, we're each drinking a glass of Chalice Lane Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh. Yes. Uh, you know, the fancy stuff. Fancy. Um, let's uh, clink for the microphones. Oh, yes. <laughs> and um, the reason we're drinking red wine today is because the episode that we're doing is 303 titled Cutters. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect, darling. <laughs> red wine like blood. <laughs> I like that. Blood. Blood. Blood? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where is that from? I know that. It's, that. it's that funny YouTube video where that kid notices that his brother, like, had, I, I think his tooth fell out or something. Oh, yeah. He goes, blood. 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 Isn't that the Charlie bit my finger kid? No. No? Okay. That's another one, even though that one's good. But That's he also goes, good, blood, yeah. And he keeps saying, not funny. Oh, yeah. And, and the parents yeah, yeah, are yeah. laughing. Oh, so funny. cute. And he's, all, he's, like, really concerned. So cute. Mm, it's okay. Um... Yeah, so the Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is Lucy's new best friend is hiding something and Mary stumbles upon her secret. Not bad. Not bad, but also unnecessarily yeah. vague because with the title like Cutters, Cutters. like what else is it going to be about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like obviously. Um, How many BFFs has Lucy had? Dude, <laughs> Lucy has a has had a billion BFFs. Like every <laughs> five or ten episodes like she's got a new best friend wait are we ever gonna see this girl again whoever no. Lucy's BFF is? no damn it i know <laughs> why do they do this well she goes off to chicago at the end why are you giving everybody else the spoilies well because this is I'm the kidding, show our show does not have spoilies because <laughs> this is what we're here to do <laughs> we could have set it up okay, <laughs> okay fine the secret that Mary's doesn't know or Lucy's friend is hiding. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I feel like a ton of stuff happens in this episode. Well, yeah. maybe not a ton of stuff, but, like, stuff happens, you know? It's, like, it's pretty um, meaty yeah. as far as, like, characters god, and speaking stories. of meaty, the damn corn dogs. Oh, my God. I kind of wanted one after I saw no. her eating so many. But in that disgusting way where it's like, I know I'm going to hate myself with every bite of this. I hate the sound. Oh, like, I didn't okay, notice that. God, I don't know what it is with me and like the sounds. Mm. But like whenever you hear her biting into it every single time or yeah. like her dipping it in the mayo. Oh, God. If I saw her dip that into the mayo one more time, like first of all, I don't like mayonnaise. Second of all, it's Miracle Whip, which is like yeah. barely mayonnaise. It's. It's so gross. Like she's like she's walking around with like a tub, tub. of Miracle Whip yeah. and a hot do- and a corn dog and she's just like 
Yeah, and she and she puts that in the kids' like lunch bags. I'm like, uh-uh, no, uh-uh. no. And I swear, I mean, it became like prop comedy at some point because like literally every time she was on camera, she had like a fresh corn dog in her hand. Like, like what is like, she was like producing them. (laughs) Like it was insane. Like she always had a corn dog in her hand in this episode. She finds when she's going to take a bite. But I will admit the only soundbite that sounded good when it comes to her like biting Mm -hmm. into something was the sandwich. Yes. Oh my God. I wanted that sandwich. Yeah. Because you hear the crunch. Yeah. Oh, and, God. Yeah. I would kill for a sandwich right now. <laughs> but the corn dog sound, just like, man, I just want to throw up every time. Yeah. And I can only imagine how she felt. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because she is eating them. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they if they cut it where she could, like, spit bucket them. Yeah. But, I mean, she is going to town on corn Dude. dog after corn dog yeah. after corn dog. How are you not yeah. sick? I know. Well, it's maybe gross. she was. Who knows? Well, yeah. Who knows? God. It's definitely not like a piece of trivia about this it, episode. That... But it was just really funny. Like as she's like putting them in Ziploc bags for the kids. Yeah. Towards the end of the episode. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> she picks up one to put it in like a Ziploc bag. She takes a bite. She puts that down. She grabs the next one. I was like, okay, Fanny. It's insane. And I mean, like Eric calls her out on it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, that's your fifth one. And she goes six. Yeah. <laughs> and that's at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, pregnancy cravings, what are you going to do, you know? But it's not even a craving, I don't think. She's just, like, insatiably hungry. And she's chosen to, like, funnel all of her calories to corn Corn dogs. dogs. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's funny. In this episode, though, did you notice her, like, waddling? Yeah, there's definitely a waddle there. Yeah. Which is funny because she's not really pregnant in real life. And but she's like playing it yeah. really well, and it's also like natural, like like it feels very real and yeah. like sort of um, like not put on for TV, mm-hmm. you know. Like it just it feels like how a pregnant yeah. woman would be in life, you know. Funny, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's just like a minuscule part of the stuff that happens in this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, the episode opens with Lucy. And her new best friend, Nicole, um, like being girly in their bedroom or in Lucy's bedroom, you know, like yes. like they're supposed to be studying, but they're just talking about boys and they name drop Danny Johnson like yeah. at least 15 times yeah. in the span of like five minutes. Like every other word out of their mouth is Danny Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> That poor Danny Johnson that's out in the world. I know, right? There's got to be a kid named Danny Johnson who's like watching this and going like, that's me, I guess. (laughs) But yeah, like Nicole's obsessed with him and she's like, oh, he's never going to be with me or whatever. It's it's, it's in that way of like crushes are, you know, where it's like there's really no hope. Danny Johnson doesn't even know she exists or whatever, but like. She has this crush on him and they're all being girly about it. And like Lucy at some point. Oh, oh, yeah. Because because Nicole's like, oh, he's never going to pay attention to me. You know, like, who, yeah. like, what do I have to offer or whatever? And Lucy's like, well, you just have to like be positive and like have positive energy about yeah. it. And like, that's how I got Jordan. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, Jesus, sorry. I literally almost broke the table. Um, it would have been fun, though. It would have been hilarious as all this blood red wine spilled everywhere. Blood. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's happening. Okay. <laughs> We're a little punchy. <laughs> a little. Um, 
yeah so yeah so that's happening mary's there she's also trying to like study but she's just like exasperated by these two and they're like incessant chatter and like annoyingness um and she like tries to like get annie and eric to buy into her sort of like negative feelings about Mm -hmm. nicole because she's just like she's bad news like why is she even here right now like she's a bad influence on lucy da 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 and annie and eric are just like calm down go study in my office you know like you'll be fine kind of thing and like it'll all be fine um but mary's on to something obviously because like she has this sort of bad vibe about nicole Mm -hmm. which we then learn that nicole is spoiler alert a cutter Cutter. (laughs) okay here's what i want to talk about because they obviously in the way that seventh heaven does in most of their episodes this is like a teachable moment right like Mm -hmm. they like we learn all about cutting and how it's like this growing phenomenon among young girls and how whatever but was it like a new thing when this aired like because i feel like i've i've cutting has been a part of the zeitgeist if you will forever as far as i'm concerned but like Maybe it was like a particularly poignant thing to bring up at the time. I think probably. I mean, I'm sorry. How old were we when this show was on for Young. this season? 10, 11, yeah, 12. Exactly. Yeah. I guess so. that makes sense. I mean, it's, yeah. And I mean, when Eric and Lucy start like sit down to like talk about it and stuff, like mm-hmm. he, he goes through the spiel of like, you know, like it's about self-harm and it's about like funneling emotional pain into physical yeah. pain and um you know he also mentions that it sort of takes on like this addictive quality yeah. which i found very interesting mm-hmm. and um like it it like triggered something for me where i was like oh yeah because cuz lucy's like well you know how did i not know about it i'm her best friend or whatever yeah. and eric's like well there's like shame attached to that yeah. and you know they don't want people to know they cover up their scars whatever and lucy's like well if she's embarrassed about it then why doesn't she just stop yeah and that's what prompts eric to like sort of t- touch on the fact that it takes on this addictive sort mm-hmm. of quality where you can't quite stop and you maybe you yeah. don't even know why you're still doing it but you know um and I don't know, I, that, that I sort of connected to that because mm-hmm. like, because I know for myself, like I'm a very addictive person. Like mm-hmm. I have an addictive personality. Like I tend to get, um, like I tend to latch on to things okay. like easily, you know, and then they feed into my like OCD and then it becomes mm-hmm. like, like a habit yeah. and whatever. Um, I mean, not that I'm a cutter certainly, but like I I mutilate myself like I play with like my cuticles on my fingers mm-hmm. and stuff and like I you know um like that certainly I think has addictive notions in it more so than like maybe like self-injury in this in the context yeah. of like emotional pain physical pain and stuff okay it's more just like the habit of it and yeah. like the like the like the um what's the word I'm looking for like that oh god I can't, I can't think of the word it doesn't matter whatever like that you know like that like repetitive motion mm-hmm. of it and like that that comfort in yes. that I guess um but the problem though and maybe I don't know maybe I missed it or something but what they don't do is so they do a good job of like explaining the issue like 
what cutting is and like why people do it and stuff but they never touch on on nicole's specific yeah, issue they don't they don't they, they don't say where it comes from where what was the root cause or yeah. if there even was one or yeah exactly. like 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 they take they take her out of the equation and make it about cutting cutting in a way that i think I don't think Seventh Heaven has ever failed us in this regard before. Yeah. Like, like they've they've used a specific example of whatever character they've introduced mm-hmm. to show the larger issue of like whether it's smoking marijuana yeah. or suicide or whatever mm-hmm. the hell. But it's always like grounded in the specific character's issues. True. And in this episode, it's completely generalized. They never. It's it's not even about Nicole. Once the cutting is revealed, Re- it becomes about cutting yeah. and not even about her, her. anymore. You know. To the to the extent that they even have like a commercial essentially for safe, um, what's that? What's what that thing? Called? Safe. I should know this because it's an actual thing. Um, safe alternatives. Safe alternatives. That's there right. It's a, it's an actual program. Yeah, in Chicago. Um, or, I, I mean, it's I, everywhere. Yeah. But in this episode, like they focus on the fact that they have like centers in Chicago mm-hmm. or whatever, and. Um, and they have like Eric hands Nicole's data card, which they like do like a five Excellent. second like shot of like the phone number and the yeah. website and all that stuff, you know, or not the website, but like, you know, um, and of course, Eric has knows a friend that, yes. and knows someone <laughs> again. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Now he knows people in Chicago. Chicago. Like, what the fuck is happening? Eric knows all. He's Eric God. knows everyone and everything he needs to know. Um but yeah, like they just never really get into it beyond the fact that they get her into this program in Chicago and she's going to hopefully get better and then be able to like rejoin her life mm-hmm. in Glen Oak or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's all they did, man. Yeah. Which was very, because. And then they, of course they made it about Lucy. Yeah. And like Lucy's connection to that. And yeah. like she's my friend and da da da. And, and I was really curious, actually. I wanted to know why. I was too. What was going on with Nicole? Why was she a cutter? Yeah. And when Eric sits down with her dad Mm -hmm. to like tell him like, hey, my daughter saw your daughter kind of thing. The dad's like, oh, gosh, we went through this before. Mm -hmm. That's why we moved to Glen Oak, because she had sort of gotten this reputation in our old town and she couldn't escape it even after she stopped. Yeah. But again, without the explanation of like why she started to begin yeah. with, like we just know that this has been going on for many years. Like, okay. And we, and I, I know that Nicole has a mother. Yeah. But it was one of those things where she wasn't like, I guess because she wasn't in the shot. Yeah. Like, which honestly, realistically is probably just like a casting thing. Yeah. Like they didn't maybe have the budget or whatever yeah. for two cast like special guests or yeah. something, you know? Probably. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I was curious to find out what it was. Yeah. What was the reason? But, and know. of course we should touch on the fact that Nicole is played by, um, I oh God, I don't know the, I don't know the actress's name, but, but like, you'll like, you'll know her from Smallville. She was like yeah. a main character on Smallville for the entire run of the series, Did which that down? show lasted for 10 years. Dude. Allison Mack. That's her name. That's her name. Allison Mack. Yeah. Smallville it, lasted for 10 years. Like, I know it lasted for a while, but I didn't know 10. 10 years. Wow. Um, not to go down that rabbit hole now, but I'm just, just as a side note. Um, but yeah, so she, she went on to have like an illustrious career in terms mm-hmm. of like those types of shows you know like um 
But yeah, so I don't know that whole cutting thing. Like, I mean, the title of the episode is Cutters. It's ostensibly like the main storyline of the Mm -hmm. episode, but there's just not a whole lot there. Like they just talk about cutting and the fact that she's a cutter and like, that's it really yeah. like the, nothing comes of it you know like I don't know it's hard it's weird that that's the through line of the episode or <laughs> like I don't know it's silliness I think a little bit it was and I also find I don't know I can understand maybe Mary's fear but her saying I forbid um I think we should forbid Lucy from being friends with Nicole. Yeah, that I also didn't get or appreciate because I was like cuz then then it felt like like blaming Nicole for something that she maybe doesn't have like I don't want to say doesn't have control over but like you know what I mean like yeah. she has a problem. She's not a bad kid. Yeah. She just has a problem. And then and then Mary like fully flip-flops and she's like I don't hate Nicole. I'm just worried about her. And I'm yeah. like but you full on were like she's bad news and Lucy mm-hmm. shouldn't hang out with her anymore. That whole scene uh by, uh, by the stairs. I, wait, where did they argue? Well in the foyer, um, Mary and Lucy argue like throughout the entire episode. They argue at school. They argue in their bedroom or whatever. No, but, but it all comes to a yeah, head the at the foot of the stairs. Yeah. In the foyer. yeah. Okay. There we go. That whole, man, I don't know how to explain it, but I just remember hating that entire dialogue, mm-hmm. and I I just hated it. Yeah, it was really forced. It didn't yes. didn't feel out of everybody. Yeah. No. Truly, especially like the parents, because because what ends up happening, right, is like. Mary knows that knows this truth at this mm-hmm. point. She's seen Nicole cutting herself and then can't get Lucy to like listen to her enough yeah. to like tell her these facts. And then finally just like sort of like explodes in like to Lucy and to other parents. And then Lucy's like, no, you're wrong. She's lying. She like she would say anything to like like break us up or whatever, you know. And then and then Eric's like, I'm sorry, Luce, but I have to believe Mary. <laughs> it's like. And even what? the shit that even Lucy said to her, she's just jealous and she doesn't want me to have any friends. And I'm like, what are you, five? Like, come I know. on. Seriously. Come on. What is this? Seriously. What is this conversation? Like, then it, it doesn't even make sense. Like, like it's, it's not based on anything. Yeah. Like, first of all, we've seen them argue before. Mm-hmm. This is this. The Viper play. twins. Yes. The Viper <laughs> twins. But this is just stupid. Yeah. No. And it, it's it's not. It doesn't make any sense. No. Like in reality, like it doesn't makes sense like i don't know it's weird it, it does fall flat yeah it this is very much classic seventh heaven like we have to get the word out about this issue yes. right and so they've written a story around the issue mm-hmm. and not very well yeah. right and so it just kind of happens and then let's ends. be real the best part of this was matt yeah I will agree. I think he is my favorite character in this episode. He, should, he, was, like, he was comic relief. I mean, he fully like has a mental breakdown <laughs> over the fact that he can't get this girl. <laughs> like, he loses it. Even Eric is excited. He's like, wow, I never thought I'd see the day that you got rejected. It's so funny. He's such a dick, <laughs> but it was good. It, like, uh, I just, first of all, 
I love seeing UCLA. <laughs> like, I fucking love it. It's so awesome. Like, because, like, I recognize every inch of every scene that mm-hmm. happens at school. And even the library scene is yeah. the Powell Library on campus, uh-huh. like, in the basement floor where okay. all those stacks are. That's, yeah. like, real. Like, that's where I would study and shit. Like, it was so cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I guess with Matt with Matt's whole thing is like he's he meets this girl down in the stacks you know like he has to sit at her table where she's already at Becky Becky that's right that's her name and he turns on his charm the minute he sits down because that's who he is like he's never had a problem getting a girl before you know Mm -hmm. turns on his charm talks about how he's doing better in this class than she is and how he'd be happy to like set up a study date you know for her like with her and stuff and she just like unceremoniously is like no and like leaves yeah <laughs> like full on like yeah flat out rejection like peace out and leaves and he loses it yeah like he comes home he corners everybody like what's wrong with me what about me could turn a girl off <laughs> and she like and, like and everyone's just like what the fuck dude calm down Seriously. <laughs> like and then of course simon he's like well uh, it could be your cologne or the clothes you wear. <laughs> Ruthie, even who he thinks you smell. <laughs> who he thinks I smell? Your imaginary friend thinks, thinks I, I smell. smell. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. Chill, dude. Chill. But my favorite Matt scene is after the quote unquote date happens and he comes home and and Annie's like how'd it go and he's like how'd it go go? and he takes his jacket off and starts like tap dancing on it (laughs) god (gasps) like it's it's like it's like too long it goes on for too long like this shot of his feet like jumping all over his jacket (laughs) like the fuck Poor thing. Insane. And the sad thing is, it was Eric's. Yeah, of it course was it was. It was of course it was Eric's jacket. Because I'm sorry, those shoulder pads, man. Oh they my were God, huge. way too big for him. Right? Which hilarious because Eric is not that, that broad. Bit, yeah, like yeah, clearly not act- actually Eric's jacket either. They just gave him a big jacket to wear. I've never seen this movie, but oh. uh, <laughs> but it reminded me of um, Doodle Doodle Master of Disguise. Oh. Like like he's swimming in yeah. his. <laughs> In the blazer. Oh my god! Never watch Master of Disguise. I've never. Yeah. Save yourself the trouble. That was oh. a horrible movie. Yeah, I never saw that. All I just remember doodle doodle from the previews. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so funny. I love to like um, when he. So Annie sort of convinces him to like ask her out again. Yeah. Because maybe she's playing hard to get or whatever. So he like happens upon her in the quad which in a school that big okay. like she just happens to be where you are at the same time yeah. really anyway so it happens upon her and like re-invites her to have a study date or yeah. whatever and this time she's all about it she's like i could really use the help here's yeah. my number <laughs> like okay yeah. what changed and, and then, she also says like nice jacket or wh- yeah, yeah yeah which makes him feel even more confident, confident. yeah because it's like, well, I solved the, whatever the problem was. Yeah. You know, now she's all about me. I, I fixed it. Um, and then he shows up to her place and he's in like date mode. Yeah. And first of all, they're studying Freud's like the id, the ego and the super. I'm like, that's like high school shit. Yeah. dude. Like, that's not college. Like, what are you like? So stupid. But anyway, I agree. Um, so 
they're like quote unquote studying but he's just like laying it on you know he's like yeah that's right or, like, you know, or yeah whenever he, whenever she gets the answer she puts her hand on his uh forearm and mm-hmm. then he puts his hand over it and i'm like she really wants to study though and then of course the boyfriend walks in the boyfriend yeah yeah and he's like hey babe whatever and matt like can't does not play it cool yeah it's like it's like all decorum goes out the window yeah. and he's like babe honey what's going on here yeah. <laughs> like cool your jets dude you're like, just trying to make him jealous huh no it's even better because he's like oh i get it you're trying to like study date at your apartment yeah. you know whatever and she's like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about i needed to study and i asked my boyfriend and he said it's okay and so that's why you're here <laughs> But do you remember that line? What did she say? Like, oh, you think you think you're better looking than my boyfriend? I was like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Which he is, hands down, because I <laughs> looked at that guy and no thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just have a soft spot for I'm just for Matt. thirsty for Matt, I know. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, truly, though, like Matt is, I think, just more classically handsome than that guy. That guy just has like he had like a weird face. Like maybe yeah. his body is nicer, but but I just dude that entire thing is just it was funny. hilarious. And even whenever Simon comments on his hair, or oh. was it or was it Annie that comments on his hair? No, it was it must have been Simon like or maybe Mary from the back, or something. It just looks pretty or something. Oh no, that was that was Annie. Yeah, but Annie when she comes to his rescue, no, there's nothing wrong with you. Maybe she's the problem. Let's play that clip because it's too good. Please. I asked her out and she turned me down flat for no reason. You know, what's wrong with me? But just because someone doesn't approve of you doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. You know, you go out there, you do your best, it's all you can do. Thanks, coach. I'll try to win one for the home team. What's wrong? You look terrible. It finally happened. Our son got rejected by a girl. I can't believe it. Not my math. Why, you are the most handsomest guy on earth. And if a girl doesn't like you, then something must be wrong with her. Maybe your mom could call her. (laughs) That's my favorite line. Maybe Maybe your your mom mom could call call her. her. (laughs) I love it. And then then Matt's like, you guys are more like Ward and June Cleaver by the day. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. This whole, yeah, I mean, Matt's storyline is clearly just like, for the chuckles of it yeah. all. Because it's stupid. And yep. like by the next episode he'll be bouncing back and have like three dates or whatever, of you know. Of course. But it's like it's just really funny. And it's also an interesting parallel with Mary in the last episode yes. where Mary was feeling the same thing. She's like, guys used to just come to me. Like, have I lost it? You know, whatever. Yeah. And Matt's going through the same thing, although much more dramatically and like prolongedly yeah. than Mary did. But like funny that, you know, that's the case. Poor guy's losing it. Even when he asks Mary, like, uh, oh, my God, let's talk about that. Thank you. Thank you. you. Let's talk about that, because here's what I'm going to say. You're going to be shocked by this. I didn't feel the tension. Thank you. Do you think they pay? Do you think someone told them, hey, guys, cool it? Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe they finally fucked in real life (laughs) and the tension dissipated. I don't know. But (laughs) it was totally like a moment where I think had it been in season two or one. 
because they're in close quarters. They're alone in his room. I think I would have felt it, but you don't feel it at all in this yeah. episode. Like yeah. it's literally, it's legit just like brother and sister, like, yeah. and she's annoyed and he's and he's in a frantic panic and whatever. It, no tension whatsoever. I thought of you whenever I watched that. Right? Like, <laughs> There's nothing going on. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, but who knows though? It could have just been the way that they played it too yeah. like it wasn't a super like intimate moment it Watch was funny episode, and it was it's gonna be intimate i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past the show to be <laughs> honest with you who knows what the fuck's going on in the show like i have no clue what the trajectory for this season's gonna be based on these first three episodes like there's no indication yeah of like what is coming like i'm wondering if we're gonna have a pregnancy scare Ooh, by who mary no no not, not like a like um like oh, with Annie's any... pregnancy? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, who knows? They, they might do that. It's like I can see easy them for them to have done yeah. that, you know? Easy drama. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, you know what's funny? And I don't know if it was in this episode. No, it definitely was in this episode because Lucy mentions to Nicole how... Mary's just like jealous because like her boyfriend moved away or whatever. So and that's interesting because I never I didn't expect Wilson to come up ever again. Like so it's interesting. Yeah. So it's interesting that like he's not out of the universe completely. Like like he still exists as like her ex-boyfriend or boyfriend or you know her love kind of thing Mm -hmm. who's like away right now. Like I I mean he I, I guess he could factor back in at some point. It'd be fun. To yeah, totally. Him. And I think we are actually. I Ooh. don't I don't know that we've seen the last of Wilson, so it's po- it's possible. So that might be something that happens arc-wise. Will we see Billy? Well, probably. Probably. What I'm really curious is some Lucy Jordan action and what happens yeah. with J- Jimmy Moon and with Rod and all of that. Like Wait. No, don't tell me. What do you mean? I was like, are you telling me Jimmy Moon is coming back again in well, this season? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know about this season, but he's not done. Like, we will see him again are we before the show ends. What about Rod? Yeah, I think so. Which I know we've talked about this before, but it still blows my mind that the actor that plays Rod is it's the a- is is Hey Arnold or is Arnold. But then I started doing some research on that, and he's only Arnold for the first like couple of seasons of that show wait how long was hey arnold on like five or six years okay but this is the weird thing is like there have been multiple arnolds in the run of the show Mm. and sometimes they've overlapped each other so like so like say in a given season three i'm throwing it out there okay like in some episodes rod will be arnold and then in other episodes some other person will be arnold because rod will be um like the bully guy or some other character or whatever. So, like, it's this weird, like, very, like, egalitarian casting weird. where it's just, like, today you'll be Arnold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not like he was Arnold for sure. For sure. Ever, like, yeah. for always. You know what I mean? And, spoiler alert, Arnold, they're making a movie. No way! They are making a fucking movie. Sorry, that got loved. <laughs> and that's, and that's a, pre, it's a prequel that shows what happened to Arnold's parents. Oh. And Rod is in it, but not as Arnold. That's dumb. He's in it as the bully guy. I, well, which you might argue fine because Arnold's supposed to be really young, right? So they have this like young kid playing Arnold. Okay. But it's hilarious to me that he's in it, 
he's just Maybe. not Arnold. <laughs> like, well, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's a prequel. Oh. I know when I when I read that when I saw that on IMDb, I was like, what? So cool. That's cute. I don't know when it's coming out or whatever, but they're in the process. <laughs> Yeah. Now that makes me want to watch Hey Arnold, even though I know you've mentioned how it might not hold up. My sister says so. I haven't rewatched yeah. it. I don't know, but I I don't know. I kind of maybe feel like that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Also, side note, I was looking at pictures of Taylor Swift um at the Met Gala, which I guess that totally dates the episode this episode and when we're recording it. But Okay. Um I was looking at pictures of her. I almost texted this to you, but I was like, save it for the podcast. Um, she looks. Please don't tell me like, like hey Arnold or Helga. No, she looks like um, uh, Olga. You remember Olga yes. with the pigtails yes. and the Boy Scout or yeah, the Girl yeah, Scout yeah. outfit? If you pay attention, there's pictures of Taylor Swift where like her face like you know because she's got those like really like small sort of features mm-hmm. that are like very much centered on her face <laughs> and that's it's such a Olga face like interesting she looks like she's like ripped she looks like a cartoon ripped from hey Arnold and the closest cart character that I think she looks like is Olga okay I have to okay, yeah I have to yeah see this. listeners like look it up it's true <laughs> it's true I'm right <laughs> Olga but yeah anyway so um Matt was funny Matt was funny and then we have Ruthie and Simon happening dude (laughs) which for me that's the story of this episode like they're they're the main story for Mm -hmm. me in this episode because it's throughout the whole thing I think it's funny I think it's like speaks to the the arc of the season yes. and the show like in terms of continuity and mm-hmm. storytelling and stuff like so Ruthie faces the fact much like we predicted yeah that once the babies come like she will no longer be the baby of the yeah. family and she will get less attention mm-hmm. and like we'll have to deal with that you know um and I mean I guess Simon sort of clues her into that fact yeah. <laughs> um which I guess let's just play the clip of that initial conversation okay. they have and then the subsequent one when Ruthie you know like spits yeah regurgitates that information Dude, she's such a hustler it's awesome yeah well Mary may be the smart one but Lucy gets all the attention let's face it here at Camden House the squeaky wheel gets the oil and no one squeaks more than Lucy and once the twins come mom and dad will only have time to deal with the squeakers in this family So then that happens. Yep. And then Ruthie proceeds to like fail her test. Her math test. Yeah. Her math test, which apparently is her best subject. We find out today. Yeah. Um, and then Simon immediately recognizes that th- this is his doing. Yeah. Because he he can see how Ruthie's wheels started turning yeah. and got her to the point where she's like, well, if I don't do well in school, then mom will need to spend time with me. Yep. So... Then, then then we get this conversation. Hey, what was that? You told me if I did bad in school, I'd squeak. And mom and dad would have to oil me even after the twins get here. So, thanks. I owe you one. No, no thanks. I never said any of that. You have to listen in between the lines. <laughs> Jeez. 
she's like an like an evil genius yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. just like a firecracker yeah. i didn't say any of that <laughs> you have to listen between the lines poor simon <laughs> it is it, i do feel bad for simon Simon's in this. like shit i'm gonna get in trouble for this like i look, know i created a monster i know and then of course we get the ultimate like most transcendently poignant line of all time. Okay. Well, they'll put you in a special school. A school that has its own bus. Cool. No, not cool. You have to stop it. Tomorrow you have to go back into school and start passing tests. No, I like failing. It works for me. Mom's never helped me study before. Yes, she has. Stop trying to confuse me with facts. Stop trying to confuse me with facts. (laughs) Like, literally, like, I feel like if this was a show today, it would be like, it would be like a meta commentary, like parody on real life right now. Like, that is, it's so funny. When I, when I heard that, I couldn't, I had to like double take it. Like, I had to like rewind it and listen to it again to be like, this is happening that entire 20 thing, years ago. That entire thing was awesome, especially whenever so good. he tells her, I'll give you 50 cents every right, for, for every, every right, right qu- answer you get yeah. on the, on the test. And then she, she, and then she does the math. And so she's like $10 and he goes, Oh yeah, you need help in math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a problem with math. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then of course, so she does. So she goes back to school, aces her test. The teacher lets her retake the test. She failed aces that. Yep. And then she's like extorting Simon. She's amazing because she walks into his room with Happy and she says, find Find him. him. (laughs) Like, who the fuck is this? She is insane. She's like legit an evil genius. And then and then Simon's like, no, I told you I'd give you. 50 cents for 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 your test. And she goes, yeah, but you didn't say how many tests I could take. Yeah. She's crazy. And then, of course, we get this beautiful, like, sort of wrap-up scene. Of course. With Annie and Simon. You want something to eat? No. You want something to drink? No. You want to watch TV with me? No. You want your $20 back? No. What $20? The $20 you had to pay Ruthie to get her to pass her math test today. Well, how'd you know? Oh, trade secrets. Someday when you're a mother. Oops. I guess you'll never know. Ruthie told you, didn't she? My lips are sealed. Women. (laughs) I love Simon. He's so great. But also, did you catch the truly, like, amazingness that is when she hands him the 20? Yeah. His initial reaction without skipping a beat is, what 20? Yeah. Like, he gives nothing away. Yeah. He's, like, so on top of it. He's like, what 20? Yeah. And, like, makes her tell him, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Like, very, like, shrewd Simon action there. Almost like, I don't even know if the character mm. is thinking that fast. I think it's yeah. a writing thing. Like, yeah. I think in the writer's room, they probably purposely did that, yeah. right? And then the actor is just, re- like, doing his lines. Because it's so seamless yeah. and so perfect like what 20 as he's staring at it yeah. and as she said the 20 you gave ruthie yeah. he's like what 20 that wasn't me you know like 
That's so good. I like that Simon is always the bank, and I kind of hope yes. they keep this going. I think they they definitely should. Yeah. At least until he's older to the point where, like, he's not getting an allowance anymore, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think they totally should and will. Why not? Like, because it plays for such a great moments, you know? Freaking Ruthie, find him. Like, what are you, a dog whisperer? Like, She's, you control all the animals? I know. And then, of course, like, Rahabi goes straight to the closet Good. where he's hiding. Yeah. And she's like, good girl. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, th- that's, this whole storyline for me was the winner of the yeah, episode. Like, it was. It's, it's, it's funny. It's great. Ruthie's good in it. Yeah. Like, here's another thing I was thinking about, which I think is just me. It's like a lesson for me in my own, like, prejudice or whatever. Mm-hmm. That I think my whole, this whole time I've been watching this show, like, I've just sort of taken for granted that Ruthie and the actress that plays her mm-hmm. is just like dumb little kids. You know what I mean? Like, she's just a little kid. Like, what does she know or whatever? Yeah. And this episode sort of helps me realize, like, why, like, not only not, not only she's growing up, but like, why couldn't she have just been a smart girl? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, clearly she's intelligent. Yeah. Like the actress, like clearly like Mackenzie Rosman is like an intelligent girl. Like, yeah. you know, she's learning lines. She's acting like yeah. that takes skill and talent and stuff. Yeah. And like, like, who am I to assume that she's just this dumb little girl? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, like it clicked for me in watching Ruthie's storyline because clearly she's very good at math. Like, yeah, she does calculations quickly in her head and stuff like mm-hmm. and she's and she's smart enough to know that if she fails, she'll get a result she wants yeah. and stuff. So she's clearly like intelligent, the character. Yeah. So who am I to assume that like the actress isn't as smart? Yeah. As, at six or seven years old. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. That was silly of me to like put that on her. You know what I mean? Well, it's just it's interesting because like in season one, she's just this like really cute, wholesome, curly haired little girl. Yeah. That just wants to be around the family Mm -hmm. and wants friends and wants to play and wants her big brother, Simon, the hero. Mm -hmm. And then second season, it's like this brattiness is coming to life. And in this season, it's just like, well, right now in this first three episodes, it's like this little devil has just come up inside of her. Yeah. But it's, I mean, you can see her going bratty, obviously, but I, I mean, I love this banter or this playground that's, that they've created for Simon and Ruthie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's innocent, but it's also like, I don't know. I love the scheming. I just love how yeah. her, she, like the fact that she's turning the tables on Simon that's fun. Yes. And Simon is like freaking out like, no, I'm going to get in I trouble. I created this I, monster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like he has this worried, sick look on his face. And they're like, what's up with Simon? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like clearly Simon? he's up to something. Yeah, yeah. And he's just not coming clean. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's entertaining. It is. It really is. Yeah. In a way that is almost like, I mean, I hate to admit this, I guess, but it's refreshing because the show has this tendency to like, just do these like learn a lesson, learn a lesson yes. episodes where it's like heavy and like, yeah. like very, um, you know, like what shenanigans are we going to get out of this week or whatever the hell, you know, and these types of stuff like help sort of keep it light and yeah. just like a TV show that yeah. you just watch for entertainment value and stuff. Yeah. I, I think, um, 
as of right now, I can I can say comfortably that I think Simon and Annie are my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe And like Matt's third easily. Okay. For me. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm saying for, for me. Like, I don't want to put words but in your like, mouth. I, but like and I want to say like those those two actors are probably the best actors on this show. I would agree. I would right agree. now, right now, who knows what's to come? But as of right now, it's Annie and Simon. Yeah, Hands and f- and truly though, for me, I have to include Matt in that for myself mm. because I d- I do I'm I'm really enjoying Matt. Yeah. for some reason, like and beyond you know the hots for him or whatever, just objectively and okay. like speaking strictly about his storylines and stuff. Like I I I. I like him. Like, I like his mm-hmm. character. I like the stuff that he's going through now that he's sort of like an adult and he yeah. has like his own shit going on outside of, yeah. I'm a Camden kid, you know, like I, I'm enjoying seeing that. You know, it's interesting when it comes to Matt or whatever. Um, I, I like watching him more during funny scenes than drama. I don't know why. I think, yeah. I, well, I, I, I mean, because I think he's pretty like, he's, pretty good on the mark when it comes to being funny Mm -hmm. and when it comes to the drama stuff but in in general like when it comes to any drama in this show i'm rolling my eyes i know it's true because it's so cheesy exactly so i'm just like oh here we go again so when it comes to the comedy like i i find myself looking forward to it yes because it's a welcome release yes from the sort of tedious yeah. other stuff and that so happens. And so when it comes to Simon and Ruthie, like, to me, they're the star of the show. Totally. Like, that's it. I just want totally. more Simon and Ruthie. Thank I you know. very much. They could totally have their own spinoff. They should have. It's like, just like a brother and sister pair, you know, like, going through life together or whatever. <laughs> like, they're, they're super fun to watch. He's just, I don't know. I think they're so cute. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> and then... As is so often the case with the show, like, we did it. <laughs> like, we're less than an hour in. Like, we're under 50 minutes right now, and we did it. We did. Right? Wait, what happens with Eric? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, he's just involved in the whole cutter thing. The cutter thing, and with Matt just kind of, like, enjoying the life. Yeah, laughs. like, needling him a little bit and sort of making light of the situation that he feels rejected. I just love that Annie was just, like, not my boy. My boy's not rejected. There's nothing wrong with my boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And and it almost is, I mean, it's sincere, I think, yeah. when she says it until they take the turn and make it funny when Eric's yeah. like, maybe your mom can talk to her. And then she's kind of sort of in on it or whatever. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Mother can call her. <laughs> yeah. Because and it is because it's truly it's ridiculous, right? Like Matt, Matt's downward spiral into like why and what can I do and whatever is hilarious and ridiculous and like silly. boy you're only 18 chill chill and also like like relax yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like it's one girl in literally a sea of yeah. women and you barely tried yeah. okay so the fact that you got rejected quote-unquote like and honestly honestly it's funny to me that like that his own self-defense mechanism didn't kick in yeah immediately and go she must have a boyfriend yeah you know what i'm saying because like because like why put that on yourself but 
to be honest, though, it was maybe a refreshing sort of flipping of the script because, like, normally we would see, like, women yeah. go through this, like, what have I done wrong? What can I fix about yeah. myself? Like, why doesn't he like me, you know? And so it might you might consider it refreshing that, like, it's happening to a guy, you know, that they're, like, going through this, like, emotional sort of state. Yeah. And um, y- you know what else I also find pretty funny was how Mary and Eric kind of mirrored like their same like the same opinion when it comes to Matt like dude not everyone's mm. gonna like you like it's okay like why do you need True. someone's approval like you know what True. I, that when that comes up which was probably something that Matt needs to hear not everyone's gonna give you approval and you don't need it first of all but right. and not everyone's gonna like you dude yeah if they did th- th- that's a problem right and all but see the thing is though is I feel like that's a stance that Mary's had since day one. Yeah. Like, cause that's who Mary is. Yeah. Like she doesn't give a fuck about exactly. anybody. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, or more act more accurately, I think like she's just really comfortable with herself and yeah. like knowing who she is and owning that. Yeah. And she's not seeking approval from mm-hmm. anybody or whatever. Um, and like, she's, she's certainly not going to like change for any guy or whatever, you yeah. know? But to your point, it's nice to see, Eric and her have that similar mm-hmm. bo- bond or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Cause that's a dynamic that doesn't really always come into play. Like yeah. the fact that those two characters specifically are like on the same page about something. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in the larger context of this episode, like about the cutting thing too. Yeah. Like, cause I, and cause you know, Eric, I think does a good job here because when Mary Mary can't get through to Lucy, so her next best bet is to, like, go to Eric and be like, you have to, like, prevent this girl from being in Lucy's life or whatever. Because that's that's the next level of defense, right? Or whatever. Like, if you can't talk to the person, you talk to your parent or whatever. But I like that Eric is like, you should probably just hash this out with your sister. Mm -hmm. Knowing full well that clearly something's going on and that he will have to step in eventually, but, like, wanting it to come naturally from them needing to come to him and like wanting to come to him as opposed to like him meddling or whatever I think that was like a like a progressive step for Eric that's true it's one that hopefully will be a continuing trend with him hopefully (laughs) fingers crossed and everything else crossed right but because I mean he does that twice with Mary yes when it comes to the exam like no to the whatever the in the beginning when when let her come to us right you know and then when it comes to Nicole yeah let them come to us yeah twice in one episode keep it up Eric let's hope so yeah let's see you sort of let your kids be people and like not yeah. constantly just like inserting yourself yeah. into their shit. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, I, you know, I don't know. It's hard though. I can imagine it's hard as a parent yeah. <laughs> to like, I'm here. I can help you. You know, I don't sure, know. I'm sure. Especially when it's so obvious, like as an adult, right? Like you see it so clearly, like just do the right damn thing. And these kids are just, they're kids. Like, what are you going to do? You know, like they're going to make mistakes. They're going to go down paths. You don't want them to go down maybe or whatever, or they're going to see some shit that they shouldn't have had to see. I.E. Mary and Lucy and the cutter friend or whatever, you know, she has a name. Her name is Nicole. Whatever. (laughs) I don't even know that that's the case. Like, I know that's her name, but in my notes and in my memory, like I don't even remember that she has a name. No, I know whatever, but, 
Um, but you know, uh, I but don't know. I, I will say maybe I'll, I've gone soft, <laughs> like on Eric a little bit. I don't know. Bullshit. No, I know. I still hate him. But yeah, exactly. I, but it's I don't know. I flip flop a lot. I like from episode to episode, my opinions will change about characters. Like, well, because I, of the writing, how can you help it? I know, I know. It's because of the writing. I know. With the exception of Jimmy Moon, I don't think I've ever held steadfast an opinion about any the one only character. Reason, I hate Jimmy Moon, but the only reason why I like Jimmy Moon is, is because of, of how much he. Yes, because <laughs> like how much I hate him. Yes, I, lo- <laughs> I love the conversation that comes out of Jimmy Moon. So, yeah. <laughs> It's true. Like, when he does finally come off the show, like, what is going to keep me going? Like, there's a part of me that really hope. like, there's that, like, silly side to me that comes out every time I see him. I just want to reach my hand through the screen and just smack him upside the head. It's like, feel something, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I told you how my coworker went to school with him. Yes! And... And I asked her point in black. I was like, is he as much of a dud in uh, real life? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, what makes a person like that go, I want to be an actor? Like, first of all, who said that he could have the job? Well, clearly that's the problem. Yeah, maybe. like the person that gave him the job, that's the problem. But, but it's just like. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who thought that this kid had talent? Well, okay, but no, because you could argue that the character calls for a dead, emotionless monster person, whatever. Not monster, but, like, robot person. So maybe they cast it perfectly, but also, like, if this guy is like this in real life, like, what in his personality is yeah. like, I want to be an actor? Yeah, unless I, unless I they know. literally just like found him in the mall and were like, you're perfect. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, it's just weird. I don't know. Is that where they find I could write a fucking thesis about Jimmy Moon. <laughs> Let's save it for an episode he's actually in. Um, Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we did it. Okay. I think so. Right? Yeah. Shall we rate? Yeah, I'm just... I, it's weird. I'm confused about what I want to give it, but I, whatever. Yeah, I'm just confused about what number. Okay, never mind. Maybe I'm not. We'll go for it. Five. Okay. I can dig it. You can dig it. I can dig yeah, it. Yeah, I can give it a five. You're gonna, you're gonna be shocked. I'm giving this episode a six. Hmm. I don't know why I said you're gonna be shocked. That's normal, but. <laughs> I mean, not you know what I mean. Yes. That's not out of the ordinary. Um, I will. I mean, full full disclosure for our listeners, because I know you all are uh, waiting on this edge of your seats. Um, I once again forgot to put my rating on the piece of paper. <laughs> like I forgot to do it because I got so wrapped up in like watching the episode. And Is this stuff. a trend? No, I'll be better. Okay. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I won't let this happen again. But but no, just in talking about it and my true f- sort of my my true feelings are putting this episode at a six. Because again, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I just think it fell flat. It did. You know, in certain parts, namely the title of the episode and the quote unquote main storyline. Mm-hmm. Like there was so much opportunity there and so much that they should have, if yeah. not could have done that and that they didn't do that it's just like then why you know yeah and unnecessary but then things like simon and ruthie save it and matt's hilarity saves it and, yeah you know so yeah i'm gonna give it a six all right yeah cheers cool. cheers to that <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Um, you can follow us at all the places at For Heaven's Sake Pod, or send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. And don't forget, don't forget to follow us <laughs> and or send us an email. <laughs> and as always, until next time, bye. Bye. Bye bye.